0: everybody. This is Dr. Eeks, your host of Causes or Cures, a public health and wellness podcast. How are you guys doing? Are you coping? Are you getting through this pandemic? I hope so. You know, there's so many unknowns, so many uncertainties. And if there's one thing that humans do not do well with, it's uncertainty, right? Like we love to have answers for everything. Answers are comfortable, they're addicting. You want an answer, even if it's the wrong answer. You still want an answer because it makes you feel better, and uh, you can plan. Um, you know, uh, getting comfortable with not having all of the answers. Now that that's a life skill. Either way, it's a stressful time, so it's important to incorporate self care into your daily routines. You know, take some me time. That wellness cliche, but it's true. Uh, engage in stress relief, exercise, playfulness, be more playful. And none of this stuff has to cost anything. It's all, it's the little things. And uh, I mean, yeah, sure, if you get yourself a new sports car or, I don't know, tickets to an exotic island, I'm sure that probably helps more than some of the little things. But hey, for the rest of us, the little things do make a big difference. I'm not even joking, they do. <clears throat> so for today's topic, I'm going to talk about another pandemic-related topic because, well, let's face it, we're, we're, COVID, even if we get out of the pandemic, which we will, COVID is going to be around, right? I think we can all safely assume that. We're not getting rid of this virus. It's going to stick around. People will still get infected, hopefully less people at one time, so it's more manageable, but it's still going to be around in some variant, variation, and you know, we're still going to have to have testing. And that's what I want to talk about today: the COVID nineteen testing, and we're going to focus on a, a specific, a new type of test on the market. It is a smartphone-enabled, at-home, AI-powered COVID nineteen test called the BD Veritor, and it's neat because it uses AI technology. Um, and I always like to hear how, you know, we're making health technology easier for people to use at home um, and how AI is doing that. So it, it's an interesting topic, but I wanted to talk about first why we're talking about testing and why it's so important. Like I mentioned before, COVID-19 is going to be around, so there's going to be a need for testing. Now, you have probably heard a lot of conversations and heated opinions about testing and You know, some people said early on, well, you know, we have so many cases because we're testing so much. Um, I actually even read that recently in a a fact check. Um, But that's, well, duh, of course. Um, But it doesn't mean that if you don't test, you don't have cases. That just means you're not recognizing them or they're not, you know, registering on an official record but that doesn't mean you don't have a problem. Testing is so important because testing identifies cases. In order to have an accurate picture of what is going on in an epidemic or a pandemic, you need to test in order to understand the prevalence, you know, how prevalent, um, how many people in a population are affected by a disease. And in order to understand incidents or the number of new cases, you need to test to figure that out. Um, there's more advantages to testing than not testing. Of course, all of this depends on how accurate your test is, right? And and what the threshold is for detecting um, a virus in this case. So this is where accuracy really matters. Uh, you need to have an accurate test. There's been a lot of complaints about false positives and the test not being accurate. Um, well, I mean, if you have an inaccurate test, Uh, Yeah, that is a problem. So the other thing that matters is access, right? Lots of people were complaining, well, we don't have access to testing. Um, And affordability. People need to be able to afford a test if we want people to test at home. If we want to make testing easier in a population, then it has to be affordable. You know, a person might see a price tag on a test and be like, oh, heck no, not buying that gonna buy this t-shirt on Amazon instead. Um, That's just how people think. That's how I think. I get it. So we're going to talk about testing today, uh, but specifically we're going to talk about this new test that came to market, this uh, smartphone-enabled test, the BD Veritor, and how it's using AI. Uh, My guest today is Dave Hickey, who is president of life sciences for BD. So he's going to talk about The test that they developed, how they developed it, why they developed it, how it works, how accurate it is, how they hope to bring it to market and make it more accessible for everybody to use and more affordable. So that said, let's connect to Dave and hear about this BD Veritor test. All right, guys, today on Causes or Cures, we will be chatting with Dave Hickey, who works for Life Sciences of BD. Um, Dave, thanks so much for joining Causes or Cures today.
1: Dr. Eates, thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. Um, So you're president of Life Sciences of BD, is that right?
1: Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, uh, it's an executive vice president and president of Life Sciences, which is one of the three operating segments that that make up BD, Dayton Dickinson.
0: Very cool. So can you tell us a little bit more about you and your role at BD?
1: Yeah. So uh, very quickly. So I, I actually, so um, the life science headquarters where I am is in Baltimore, Maryland. And I think you'll detect from my accent that I am, I am not a native Baltimorean. I actually am uh, from Manchester in the UK. I actually started my career in, uh, as a clinical biochemist and worked in the UK NHS for for many years, and then got an opportunity to to, uh, join industry and and which brought uh, me and my family to the US. I actually uh, joined BD in 2014. And as you said, you know, I now run the uh, life science business for BD. And life sciences is really medical device, healthcare solutions, and really around three areas. So we have point of care, which is around doing testing out of, let's say, a lab environment. We have the, uh, an integrated diagnostics business, which is around specimen collection, specimen management, and clinical infectious disease testing. And then we have what we call our bioscience business, which is really clinical research, clinical diagnostics, in uh, leukemia, lymphoma, HIV, uh, using flow cytometry. So they're the businesses that really I've got oversight for.
0: So you're busy, lots of stuff going on (laughs) Uh, there. I actually, um, in a previous job, I did a little work with the NHS um, for a digital health company that I worked with. Yeah. So it was interesting to see the differences in our system uh, and the system in the UK.
1: It's a very different system for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you guys developed a smartphone-enabled at-home COVID test that is powered by AI, that sounds interesting, mm-hmm. tricky. So, can you can you tell us a little more about that?
1: Yeah. So, um, so, so taking taking a, a, a step back a little bit. So, um, and prior to when we developed the at home COVID nineteen test, we already were uh, on the market commercially available with with several COVID related tests um, that were using a platform that we had called the BD Veritor. Uh, and that, but that was more for sort of professional healthcare use, physician office labs, uh, retail, where a, a different professional, if you like, would use the meter. It's actually the same meter that we use for our Flu A and Flu B assay. And we rapidly developed that COVID test on that. But obviously once we sensed there was a need to develop an at-home test, we wanted to try and put a development program together to really give confidence to uh, naive users, people that have never done diagnostics or a diagnostic test at home before, and that you know, would be apprehensive or a little bit fearful about it, and, and, and did so and, and designed it in a way that would answer a question. If I was a user myself, having never done a test, that would say, Did I do the test correctly? Did I collect the specimen correctly? Did I do it correctly? did I read the results correctly rather than leaving it to sort of subjectivity? And am I reporting the results correctly? So, so that was very instrumental in the in the design there. And then to your point, Erin, uh, this is where the, the partnership that we did with ScanWell and, and using the app, and, and the app isn't just about taking a picture of, of the test strip, the, the actual um, app itself actually reads the test strip, but but through this AI, artificial intelligence, and very unique algorithms that are built into the app, it interprets and reports the results. And ultimately, the goal there was to take out any human subjectivity of when you have to visually read a line, you know, is, is there a line there or is there not? You know, people's optics and, and, you know, are very different, right? So we wanted to just make it, as as a, as a uh, an automated and an integrated ecosystem as possible and and to just really really take this subjectivity out of it
0: i think you hit the nail on the head there with some of those issues that uh i was just going through with a family member they uh, for the one test they couldn't read the line and then yeah. and then for the other one they just didn't want to get they're like i'm not spending money or you know going to get, getting another one of these tests when i'm not sure um yeah. right so there's there's a lot of issues um around testing so let's say, you know, trying to keep this practical for someone, they're at home, they think they might have COVID-19 and they're, they're going to use your te- test. Walk me through that. How, how will that happen?
1: For sure. So, so first of all, um, you know, when, when people actually order a test um, and will maybe come on to where they can get a test or where they can get uh, more information, everything that they need, is in the test kit box itself, Um, so so full instructions. And what they basically then have to do is, uh, and there are two tests in a box, uh, so everything that they need is there. And the first thing that they do is they would take a very simple nasal swab. So obviously a lot of these uh, lab-based tests use a swab that goes to the very back of the nose. That is not the case with the BD Veritora home test. It is a very simple rotation around the the nostril. And then in the kit, there is a a tube with a sort of a reagent or a a sort of a chemical reagent. And they just would dip the swab into the actual uh, tube a few times. And then they they would just discard the swab. And then the, the, the tube itself is designed that what you would then do, you would take the test strip or the test cartridge and you would just drop three simple drops into the test cartridge and you leave it for 15 minutes to sort of incubate and allow the chemistry reaction to take place. Um, And then one of the critical parts of where this artificial intelligence comes in is rather than just sort of waiting 15 minutes and looking at the strip and saying, can I see a line or can I not? there is a specific uh, reading card that actually comes with the kit where you would actually place the test strip on the card. And then the app itself alerts you at 15 minutes to just take the image of of the strip on the card. And then the app interprets the results and, and gives you the result. And a lot of the coding that's on the card is where that artificial intelligence comes in. And then the final piece of the test is that it just gives you a very clear positive or negative display. Um, and, and it would guide the user or the, or, or the at-home person to say, so if you're, if you're negative, obviously good, um, but if you're positive, you know, contact your healthcare provider. There are opportunities to share the result with a, an enterprise. So if, you know, if you're part of a, a broader testing system, either your company or your school or your university, you can, you can share the results. Um, And I think, so, you know, the whole thing is just around 15 minutes. Um, And and I think if I was really trying to summarize what makes it different is, I mean, you, you quite rightly have referenced, it's the first digitally integrated smartphone uh, app enabled uh, COVID test, but it does give you that definitive digital positive, positive or negative display, even on the app itself. And again, as, as a user who, who's never done a test before, the simple video step-by-step instructions that guides them all the way through. Um, it's a very simple uh, nasal swab. One of the other things that's, you, um, that's on the test strip about it is it, it has the ability to detect human protein. So one of the lines that would appear on that test strip is you know um, the, the sense of protein or not which is a sort of internal control check around the adequacy of the test. And if, if it didn't detect protein, it would just give an invalid result and potentially ask the user to repeat it. And then finally, this level of automated reporting uh, into, into a broader enterprise system is, is all fully automatic and digital.
0: Interesting. I, that The AI stuff there was, was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, so you talked a little bit about how you guys are ensuring that it's accurate. Obviously that's been all in the news with, you know, lots of, uh, opinions on, you know, the, the tests that are out there and the tests that came from the CDC, how accurate they are where well, there's terms like specificity and, um, sensitivity, um, which are statistical terms, which I'm sure you're well aware of and know how those things work, but m- maybe not everybody else out there does. But I was wondering you know, in simple terms, how accurate yeah, they
1: are? Yeah, so, that, I mean, I, I, the, the simplest thing I would say is highly accurate. Um, you know, I, and, and I think the way to think about it as a, as, as a user or a consumer of, um, of an at-home test is, at the end of the day, you know, the, the FDA, for example, here in the U.S. M- made it very clear so that there is, you know, the, they have allowed these tests to be developed and to come to market under what they call the emergency use authorization um, (EUA) pr- protocol, and they said at the end of the day, they set a, a, a gate or a hurdle from a clinical performance perspective uh, that a test should perform to, from a sensitive, you know, how sensitive it is, it, how sensitive is it at picking up virus when you do that chemistry test, and how specific is it, so that. When you do the test, you're picking up coronavirus and not necessarily picking up a different virus like flu or strep or RSV or something like that. So they were the two things. And, and for us is that, you know, we, 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 we pass through the, the, the performance bar, the performance gate that the FDA were looking at. So by the numbers, the test has, has got a, a sensitivity of 84.6 percent. And the specificity, how accurate is it detecting coronavirus is 99.8%, so highly accurate.
0: That's good. I appreciate you breaking down the specificity and sensitivity, because sometimes people run with those. You see it on social media, and I'm like, I don't don't think that's what that means. But (laughs) it's not
1: an easy topic, for sure. No,
0: no, for sure. So my next question, you know, there's um, the issue of accuracy, but there's also the issues of Testing shortages and also cost. Um, so, what are your thoughts on that? Do you guys have plans to make this, you know, widely available, affordable? How is it going to be brought to market, so to speak?
1: Right. So, so there's a lot to unpack there. So, um, so, so, if I think about the supply chain first of all, and a lot of a lot of your listeners, you know, as they went through the Christmas holidays or the holiday period saw how difficult sort of just supply chain is right now for, for just domestic um, goods, right? We're very fortunate in that BD's got a very robust supply chain mechanism. So in terms of um, sourcing the materials and, and, and the things that go into the kit, we're really, really good from a supply chain perspective. Obviously, the you know there is significant demand for these at home tests right now. Um, And, you know, one of the things that we have made a commitment to do if needed is that we have a manufacturing capacity of up to 12 million tests uh, per month. So obviously we're sensing the demand uh, and building the capacity and ramping up capacity uh, as best we can. Um, You know, obviously, in terms of the contracts and the commitments that we have with, with our retail partners, channel partners right now, uh, we're meeting all those commitments from a supply perspective. If, if your listeners were, uh, were interested, the, the test and the kit is available online through amazon.com and everlywell.com. Uh, and then it's actually on shelf at Walgreens and uh, Winn-Dixie. So we're, we're trying to deploy several methods of getting access to the test. Um, and then from a cost perspective, I think the easiest way to think about this is there is an MSRP manufacturer's recommended retail price and that is 39.99 and you know as we sense the market we just feel that that is you know very competitive and benchmarked against what what else we've seen in the market for this level and value of of differentiated test
0: right and there there's two you could do two tests right it comes as a package.
1: The- there, There is, um, there is. And um, just to sort of elaborate on that a little bit, and, and again, without getting too clinically or scientifically deep, um, the, the listeners, I'm sure, will hear two terms. Am I a symptomatic patient? Um, you know, so am I displaying the symptoms of COVID? Or am I asymptomatic, where I've, you know, where I've actually... I think I wanna do a test because I've just heard that I've been in contact with somebody or something like that and I I wanna reassure myself. The current guidance around uh, asymptomatic use is to test yourself twice within a 24 to 48 hour period. So what we've tried to do is accommodate uh, a testing solution for both an asymptomatic patient and symptomatic. So if you're asymptomatic, there are two tests in the kit and you you test yourself over a couple of days. If you're symptomatic, there's literally two tests in it.
0: Okay. And that makes sense. And, you know, I think uh, the need for this type of stuff and accurate testing is only going to get bigger, um, you know, cause we have to get back to, to normal, so to speak, yeah. or a more normal state. We're not there yet. Uh, the yeah. vaccines are, you know, a tool, but um, didn't do it. So there's just right now, this whole field has just been like, what, you know, just, the testing, like we need more testing and accurate testing. Um, so if I know you mentioned some of the stores that people can go to, um, but if anybody else, and it, does it go by BD Veritor? Is that the name on the box or?
1: It, it is. It's the, uh, it's the BD Veritor at home COVID-19 test. Okay. And if, um, if your listeners uh, and viewers um, wanted uh, specific, more information, there's a dedicated website, which is bDveritor.com. And, uh, Perfect. So is-
0: some some of my readers, they always, or my listeners, they always uh, write me and they're like, "Where can I get more information?" Yeah, yeah. So, thank you so much, Dave. I appreciate your time today, and uh, I look forward to um, checking out this test myself.
1: Doctor Eggs, thank you so much for having me. It's been a
0: absolutely. Pleasure. Enjoy the rest of your day there. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Okay, guys, thank you so much for joining in to this episode of Causes or Cures. I hope you share the episode, subscribe, tell your friends. I. Totally appreciate the word of mouth share, so to speak. Um, And of course, you know, only do it if you think it brings you value or some of the episodes bring you value. Also, if you want to check out some of my public health writings, go to bloomingwellness.com. I have been writing away on some of the hottest topics and sharing my opinions. Of course, we all have different opinions, but uh, tell me what you think. Tell me what you think about testing. You can contact me through my website. Um, and also connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We also have a nice little Facebook group, um, and everybody has great discussions, and everybody's respectful. Um, that's kind of how I set the tone of the of the group, and we've had some issues in the past, but now it seems pretty good um, where we can have a respectful discussion, which is hard to do online, so I'm really proud of that group. Um, but yeah. I'll see you out there and take care of yourselves and um, have a great rest of your day wherever you are in this wonderful world. All right, bye.